Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, welcome to Women in Business, where we celebrate influential women making a difference in our community. Now, here's your host. Welcome to Cherokee Business Radio. I'm your host, Megan Porter, and I'm here today with Dr. Hayden Nunn. And I'm the practice manager for North Georgia Audiology, and Dr. Hayden is our lead audiologist for our Woodstock location. We are so excited to introduce our Women in Business series, and our objective here is to educate our wonderful community on the allied health professions and the very, very talented and knowledgeable women who run them. And here today is Dr. Lauren Weaver, my apologies, Dr. Lauren is a physical therapist with PT Solutions, and she has so kindly volunteered her time to share with you all the many aspects of her career and how she's helping make a difference in our community in healthcare. So Dr. Lauren, tell us a little bit about yourself and what what it is you do daily. All right. um, Thank you for having me. Um, Again, I'm Lauren Weaver. I have my doctorate of physical therapy. And um, I work in an outpatient clinic, so I see a variety of diagnoses and um, patients, patients and all kinds anything, of things. All yeah. kinds of things. So that's awesome. That's what we get when we're an outpatient. We see so, pretty much anything. Yeah. So do you work at a hospital setting or are you private practice? It's a private or? practice. Okay, cool. Yep. And you just took over that practice, didn't you? Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. That's okay. exciting. Right. So um, right out of school, I got hired on with a private practice, you know, which was nice. You've got a lot of you know, freedom and it was more relaxed. And so we just got acquired by a larger group, PT Solutions. And that's also been a really great transition as well. Um, we have more goals, more, more vision, more leadership, more classes that are offered. So it's been a really nice transition. Oh, that's nice. So you have the ability to get like education to behind the scenes. So yes. do you have to do continuing education for your job? Yes. Oh, we, no. we, no. oh yeah. <laughs> we have to do about 30 hours every two years. But yeah. Luckily, PT Solutions offers those in-house. Oh, um, that is nice. Mm, very nice. They have a residency program as well. So that's one of the big things that the company strives is the education because yeah. it's something that we really strive to yeah, have that important. evidence-based Evidence-based practice, practice is important, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Very Dr. Important. Lauren, where did you go to school? I know um, back in the day, physical therapy was a two-year's master's mm-hmm. program, and now they changed it over to a four-year doctorate program. So, did you go to the four-year program, or did you do the master's? So, it's every school now is the doctorate program. Mm-hmm. So, that changed over about 10, 15 years ago. So you go and you get your four-year undergrad, and then you go and it's a three-year program for the graduate school. So it's all yeah, doctorate now. That's awesome. like audiology. Audiology used to be a master's too, and then we switched over to the doctorate, mm-hmm. um, which I'm glad we did because, you know, I feel like we get a lot more education and we're able to help the patients a lot more mm-hmm. because we have more time to kind of sit and learn the things that we need to learn. Yeah. Where did you go to school? Did you go to Georgia State? Nice. Nice. I was afraid at first because that was my last pick. Yeah. Oh, no. But (laughs) that's because I didn't want to deal with going downtown. I know. Downtown is scary. It's scary. I mean, it's it's right next to Grady and there's a lot of 
I feel like a lot of people would scarier. disagree because, you know, downtown is so up and coming now, but well, yeah. I've, I've lived in Georgia my whole uh, life and, and Atlanta is, I'm just not a city no, girl. I am not Never either. been one. So of course that's where I ended up, but yep. then I ended up loving it. It was a great program. Um, I think because we were in the city, we had, you know, Emory and the Shepherd Center oh, and great. Grady and all these really high end educated people that would come and speak. And so I feel like I got a large you got a well-rounded experience. Well-rounded. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's and I bet you took a lot of that and apply it now. So, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So like our clinic that's in Woodstock, we we see everything. Like we see from, you know, neck pain to back pain to, you know, accidents and oh, man. So surgeries. T- yeah. Walk us through a typical day in the life of, of Dr. Lauren Weaver. Okay. Um, well, every day is different. And I think that's the best thing I love about my job. Um, we do hands-on. That's really big in our profession. It's so important that we touch our patients. Without touching them, we don't really know what's going on. Right. And one of the biggest things is, well, don't you need to see what my scan says? I'm like, no, not really, because I'm putting my hands on you. I can tell you what your scan says. Right. So that's one thing we strive is, you know, get into physical therapy. We can help restore any you know, movement pattern that you might be, you know, having issues with or anything, but just getting your hands on them and feeling what's going on. Is it stiffness or or weakness or anything like that? And then we just help restore that. So, yeah. so every patient's different, right? Um, and you talked a little bit about seeing accident patients mm-hmm. and long-term pain patients. Mm-hmm. I bet that's difficult. How, how do you manage people who have chronic pain? Right. Chronic pain is probably the hardest thing to treat because it's something that the patient has you know, been dealing with for years or decades sometimes. And over that amount of time, their bodies have changed and adapted and um, they almost are expecting it at that point. You know, they're, they're looking for that pain. And so having that emotional attachment to that pain is the hardest thing to break. And having that patient recognize, like, you can work through this. You can get, get by it. It's funny because we talked a little bit about this on our last segment, but you don't realize how much of a therapist you become Mm -hmm. as well and how much you end up, you know, counseling your patients and just really, I mean, it's, it makes a difference to just listen. Sometimes they just want to come and talk. Oh yeah. We are (laughs) most people's outing, like especially the older population. We are, they are excited to see us. Yep. They become the best part of their day. Yeah. Yeah. When (laughs) we had that meeting before the podcast, you mentioned how, I am not a massage therapist. (laughs) Do not come in here and expect me to massage your shoulders and then you walk out. So with that, what is the biggest misconceptions of your uh, physical therapy? And when people walk in, I know you're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not going to rub your feet. Like we're not going to sit here and you're going to have a pedicure. Could you imagine? Do you rub people's feet? Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, that's so funny. Feet is my least favorite because I hate feet. But they are also, I think my funnest to treat too I don't know it's weird love hate it's like feet. a double-edged sword uh, there. I know um yeah that that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves is yeah when people come in well I just want the massage because that makes me feel the best I'm like yeah but the massage makes you feel good but that's not what's getting you better right you know the exercises along with the massage is going to help you get better so I'm like <laughs> massage therapists you know I'm not downgrading them but they have 
a certificate and I have yeah. a license and there's a big difference. <laughs> big difference. So. <laughs> I can speak firsthand. Um, I was actually in an accident at the beginning of the year this year and um, Dr. Lauren came highly recommended and I went to see you and we talked a lot. I did get the famous massage, but <laughs> I also had another unique experience with you and I want you to talk a little bit about this. I've never had it done before, but it's called dry needling and it was really scary, and it sounds just as scary as the name implies, but it was so beneficial. After you did that on me, I felt so much better. And, of course, I did my homework. I went home and did all the exercises, but the dry needling was very, very unique, I think, to physical therapy. I All I think of dry needling is you laying on your stomach and you look like a giant porcupine <laughs> on a table. Yeah, <laughs> That's all I picture. So, so for, for the people listening, listening who may be afraid to hear dry needling. Tell us a little bit about kind of that, you know, procedure and, and what goes into that and how you, how you kind of stumbled upon dry needling and figured that out. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to get certified to do it. So you have to have so many hours of practice. It is invasive. You know, I'm sticking a needle in your muscle. The idea is when you have a trigger point or a, a knot in your muscle, you put a needle in it and it releases that trigger point. So a lot of times our our muscles, they get locked up. A lot of times because of the weakness, they get locked up and they get stuck in this contracted state. And the only way to really release it is by, you know, manually releasing it or the dry needling. So it's, you know, I probably do it most on the necks and the backs just because that's where we hold our tension. It's where a lot of, you know, our pain is. So I'll stick a needle in those specific muscles that are holding that trigger point and I'm looking for a twitch response. And that is sending signals to your brain to pretty much let go of that contraction. And then you accompany <laughs> it with your exercises, and then hopefully that knot never comes back. Yes, there was a lot of twitching that happened that day. Yes. <laughs> Lots of twitching. So you were a twitching porcupine. I was, I was twitching. <laughs> but it, it is very effective. So I remember asking you the question, too, you know, what is the difference between this and acupuncture? Mm-hmm. Because you hear... You know, you hear a lot about acupuncture and, and the use of needles there. Mm-hmm. And I know that goes all the way back to Chinese medicine and things like that. But tell me a little bit about the, the difference between acupuncture and what you do with dry needling. Right. Our goal is completely different than an acupuncture. Um, they're hitting certain meridian points on your body that they believe aligns your energy. I mean, there's probably other things that they do that I'm not aware of because I didn't study it. But I'm going straight to the source. I'm going to the problem area. And I'm not using as many needles or that big of an area. I'm really just going to that specific muscle. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, So you don't just deal with chronic pain and, you know, accidents and things like that. You do a lot with balance, too, don't you? Yeah. So balance and vertigo is actually one of my favorites to treat. Um, It's more fun. You're more creative. You know, you're having patients stand on unsteady surfaces. Um, Another misconception is um, the older population, whenever you start to lose your balance or you, you know, start falling, they're like, oh, my balance is gone and it's gone. Like, no, you can work on it. It's the same as muscle strengthening. All you got to do is practice it. Put yourself in those situations. Yeah, there's a lot of things that can cause balance issues, right? So Mm -hmm. as an audiologist, balance is a big part of my practice, too. So, you know, I have to figure out. Are you experiencing the crystals in the ear? I mm-hmm. get that a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I have the crystals in yeah. my ear. What's going on? Or is it truly a 
a balance weakness that's going on with your system? And if so, where is it at? Is it your your touch sense, you know, your touch, your eyes, your mm-hmm. your ear? What is it? And I know we've worked a lot together now um, referring patients back and forth, which, which I think is nice in the allied health profession. We call that, you know, the interdisciplinary approach mm-hmm. um, because I get to see a patient and then you get to follow up with the patient and vice versa, um, which I think is really nice. But walk us through. So let's say you do have a patient that comes in and they're a little bit off balance and, you know, they, they just feel unsteady all the time and they can't, they can't get their balance and they have to use a walker or a cane and they're just really scared of, of falling. What would be your approach to kind of handling a patient like that? Well, first I want to determine, you know, is it simply just weakness and um, just the falling factor? Um, that one's an easy one. I'm literally having them stand on one leg and just challenging different balance systems Versus, you know, is it truly the the crystals in the ears? I don't like the word crystals. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> it's, it's not like we have diamonds floating around in our head. That's not what's happening. So we have like the, our equilibrium system that's in our like deeper inner ear. Mm-hmm. You know, those little particles can come out of alignment, and that's going to cause room spinning dizziness. Right. That's so that's your true vertigo. That's your true vertigo right. when you're getting out of the bed. The, you feel like the room is spinning. That's probably the funnest one to fix because I can fix it in one or two visits. It's so fun and fast. And if I get you in same day. Maybe not so fun for the patient. patient, (laughs) Because I get you spinning and I've been thrown up on a few times. But (laughs) it's an intense process. It's intense, but it's very effective. Right. I love treating that. Um, So determining if it's that versus some people, if it's just blood pressure regulations, and that's when you feel dizzy. It's like, Mm -hmm. I feel woozy. Um, those can be other things or maybe some neurological issues going on. And then I would refer them to a neurologist. Yeah. So again, there's that, mm-hmm. you know, interdisciplinary approach. You're making yeah. sure that patient's getting the best care. Yeah. I know um, we had one patient, he was sent to me for vertigo, for the room spinning crystal vertigo. And I treated him and just something wasn't right. And I treated his neck and still wasn't right. So I sent him to you, Dr. Hayden, and yeah. guess what? He needed hearing aids. <laughs> and that fixed yeah. it. Yeah, he's so, doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, thank you for the referral, by the way. Yeah. So it's important. It's important that we keep in constant communication, especially with balance, since we're, we're both so linked with that. Um, but tell me, so balance is fun. You, chronic pain was your hardest. What has been, tell us a story about one of your favorite experiences that you had or, or the most unique patient you've seen and, and kind of had to treat. Yeah. So my favorite patient, um, so her name is Amanda and I've have a release to be able to talk about her. <laughs> okay, good. You know, we've, <laughs> Hip is important. I know, it's important, but, you know, she signed a release, so I've written stories about her, and oh, she's been great. in, like, the little Woodstock magazine. Oh, so that's awesome. I know. Um, so she, she's in her late 20s, and about four or five years ago, she had a brain aneurysm about two weeks after oh her wedding. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Yeah, so it was a really significant one. Um, she was, you know, in the hospital for months, at the Shepherd Center for months, so I got her, I think it was a little less than a year or so after the aneurysm, and we were working on just transfers, getting her from her wheelchair to the table. Oh, how that, traumatic. And that's what we worked on. But her family was there through everything. Her husband stuck by her. Aww. He's still sticking by her. Like, it's the most precious story, and I love her. And so she comes and goes, you know, off the schedule. And so every year I treat her, and we have new goals. So this last time we, we worked on... Uh, walking. I mean, she's still, you can look at her and tell that something's not right, but 
we're more working on normalizing her her walking. We worked on jumping. Oh, fun. Uh, so I think it's just so fun because it's like, well, let's get creative and how can we use you? Yeah. And get you in, in different positions and just have fun with it. Oh, I couldn't imagine right after her wedding. Oh, oh man. But hey, she's got you. So I know. that's important. <laughs> Come a long way. Yeah. Now, you guys also have something unique to your practice, too. Tell yes. us a little bit about Izzy. So Izzy is our therapy dog. So she just turned four years old. She is a miniature Australian Shepherd. And she's so cute. She's so cute. And she's precious. Um, so what she does is she's really more of a comfort dog. She's not, like, certified in therapy dog because that takes thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. All I really wanted her to do is to just be there at our office. So we got her trained and got her certified. Um, so she's our door greeter. So she oh. will, you walk through the door and she'll come say, hey. We'll use her, like, say, you're in a lot of pain. We'll get her up on the table with you, and, you know, she'll just be there for you so the patient can just pet her and hold her. Or we'll use her with exercises. Yeah. Um, and then she's a good distraction. So. She really is. The f- first time I walked into the office, um, I was a little nervous because, you know, I never really met you, but I've heard a lot about you. And... And I was in a lot of pain and Izzy just came right over and sat right beside me on the chair and mm-hmm. she just sat there and I was like, oh, you're so precious. I mm-hmm. love you. Yeah. Um, so I think having an office dog like that would be something that would be really fun. I know. We're trying to get Hayden to get one too. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Steve Woodward. <laughs> we Shout need out. an office dog. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's really cool. I, you know, you don't really see a lot of office dogs, but it's becoming more and more popular. We've been to a few ribbon cuttings in the area because we try to we try to promote Woodstock and, and show show our face when we can and, and be supportive of other businesses, which is one of the reasons why we are having you here today is to kind of give you an opportunity to share about your business. Um, but we did go to a few ribbon cuttings and we saw some office dogs there and they were all dressed up in their little bow ties and, and little hats. And I was just like, oh, this is great. I love it. <laughs> I would love an office dog or an office pig, you know. <laughs> an office pig? <laughs> I don't know about an office pig. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Yeah, that might be a little weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how patients would feel about that. No. <laughs> so how do your patients feel about the dog? Most people love her, and we have quite a few people that schedule on her schedule. She doesn't come every day. so oh, right She now, has her own schedule? Well, yeah. She comes on, <laughs> That's amazing. She comes on Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, so we'll have people schedule on those days just, just to be with her. Oh, and I bet it goes so far with them too. It does. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still picturing an office pig. It's stuck now. <laughs> um, okay. So let's change the subject a little bit. When we talk about access for patients, I know in the field of audiology, one of the things we struggle with is is our Medicare patients having direct access to come to us. That's probably the biggest challenge that we face. So if you are a Medicare patient, your test will be covered annually with us. But the problem is you have to go get a physician's order to be able to come and see us. So we're lacking kind of that direct access. And I think it holds a lot of people back, unfortunately. And, and we're fighting it every year. But, you know, until Medicare changes their perspective on on our profession, I don't think that's going anywhere anytime soon. Do you have any problems that you face like that in, in your career? Um, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so we also have that issue with the Medicare. So we need the doctor's referral. 
Um, but most other insurances, we do have direct access, but that's limited in the state of Georgia. So you can come to a physical therapist for about three weeks without a referral. Um, okay. And we can treat you for that. Unfortunately, a lot of times our plans of cares run around six to eight weeks. So if you truly want to get to wellness, you have to put in the time, you know, to truly fix the the issue that's going on. So three weeks is like a little teaser. So right. we're, we're also working on that legislatively as well. So we pay the lobbyists, right? Thing lobbyists. I know. Yeah. Um, Medicare has got some tight restrictions. That's for sure. It's great for a lot of things, mm-hmm. but... Man, when it comes to our professions, I think we're we're one of the only two still that have to have that direct physician's order mm-hmm. for Medicare to come and see us. Right. And we also have a, a cap on how much they'll offer. So it's a money mm-hmm. amount. So they give you about like $2,000, $3,000 if we can prove it's you know medically wow. necessary. But you have that for the whole year. So if, say a patient gets a knee replacement, we've pretty much exhausted their whole benefit for the year. So, you know... We make sure that we're really mindful to not exhaust somebody's That's whole good. benefit as yeah. well because we would hate to leave them a half of a year and then they go break a hip and they have nothing left. So we're mindful of that and that's important across the profession that's something that we you have need. to have yeah you have to have that conversation up front and just be like listen I want to give you the best care and I want you to have a good quality of life but this is where we're limited. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's yeah unfortunate. Um okay so what Speaking of that, if you run out of the funds or, you know, if the patients are are restricted, is there anything that you can teach them that they can work on at home so they don't have to come to the office? Do you guys do any kind of at-home therapies or things like that? Well, we always provide them with a home exercise program from day one. So there's always going to be something that you're going to be working on. So to truly see benefit from physical therapy is you've got to put in the work and that's doing something every day, whether it's a few stretches or strengthening or just, you know, focusing on posture. So whatever the issue is, you've got to put the work in to truly get the benefit out. So if we do have a restriction or, you know, certain insurance, you know, they need authorization. So they also are limited as well. We're just going to make sure that you fully understand what you're working on on your own. Or, you know, we would change you to self-pay. If you truly needed more, we could offer that. Right. What is the most rewarding part of your job? Seeing the progress. Yeah. That is the most fun. Like this morning I had a couple of the ladies, they've just been dealing with, you know, the low back and the hip arthritis and all that. And they both came in this morning like, I feel great. I did, I did everything I wanted to do yesterday and I had no limitations and I feel so good. So when you get two back to back like that, it really it's makes a good you day. feel it's a good day. rewarding. Yeah. yeah. So. Not when five of them come in at the same time though, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> or they're all at the same time. Like this morning. Yeah, but. before we were talking about how she saw patients this morning and there were five that showed up at the exact same time. Yeah. A little I, stressful. I got through it. So you're bouncing back and forth like a <laughs> pinball machine, right? Yes. <laughs> um, and, okay, so what are some of the things that you have grown with through your job? So mistakes you've made and learned over time or um, not not so much mistakes, but just... And I don't make mistakes. Yeah, no, no mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... You know, you learn as you go, I think. And that's true for me, too, especially with my my balance patients and my tinnitus patients, the ones that have the ringing in the ears. Mm -hmm. That is case by case Mm -hmm. scenario. So it's been 
I've learned a lot as I've gone, but there's been some challenges along the way too. And, and I'm sure you've experienced that. So what are some things that you've had to overcome? Um, I think the, well, the biggest thing is, of course, my manual skills are getting better and better with time. So the more I touch the patients, the more I know those how massages, to feel. right? Those massages. <laughs> you have become a good masseuse. <laughs> I have, I have. Um, but I think what I also learned is I I can't help everybody, right? You know, there are still going to be those people that aren't ready to help themselves. They are self limiting. Some of those people, or even they don't care to get out of the pain. I mean, I don't understand that, but there's a number of people that want to be in pain. They want that attention. We see that too. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. It's hard. So knowing that I'm not going to help everybody, but I might be that one person that planted a seed and maybe the next person they'll hear. Yeah. I had to learn that right away because I thought coming out of school, I'm going to change the world and I can help everybody, but I can't. But right. That is my goal. That's I think that's everybody's goal. I know. Yeah. I have to talk about that with my patients too. Like the more you put in, the mm-hmm. better you'll do. You have to be aggressive. I can only do so much. So I completely understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. Um, okay, let's see. Do you find inspiration from the people you work with or do you have any mentors that you've worked with that, that are special to you um, that have kind of helped shape who you are? Yeah, so the first person I think that comes to mind is, you know, my previous boss, so the one who owned the clinic before we were acquired. So he still does work with us. His name is Joe Cafati. He's pretty popular around Woodstock. Yeah, he's funny. He is a A jokester. (laughs) Jokester. He's fun. He makes work fun. Um, But being able to work with him right out of school, like he has his manual certification, so he's the one that really taught me my manual skills. He taught me how to be compassionate and just love on the patients all the time. And that's really what gets people better is them showing that you care and that you're doing everything that you can to get them better. It might not always be the right exercise or the right skill, but if they know you're trying and you're doing your best, then the best you can do and they're they're gonna know that and they're gonna come back to you good teachers make good teachers right lauren you're you are um a mentor to other to other students right don't oh, you have yes. interns and, and now i have interns and i yeah, teach them everything so look it's an ever-revolving wheel yep yeah do you like having a student I do. Yeah. Students are the funnest. Plus, I give them all my work. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they can write your reports, they right? They do. I, I hate writing reports. That's Dr. Hayden, one. I need a student, please. I know. <laughs> Me too. Man. <laughs> um, well, that's awesome. Listen, I'm going to send it over to Megan to ask you a few more follow-up questions. Okay. So, we, I know we were talking about advice for patients. So, leaving here today... What is the biggest piece of advice you want our audience to take away? Mm -hmm. Um, The biggest thing is just to keep moving and keep focusing on strengthening. So as we age, our our muscle strength decreases about 3 to 8% per decade after the age of 30. So we just need to be more proactive on working on loading our muscles so we don't have pain when we age. Um, Work on your posture, get up often, this yeah. is a common theme. I know. I'm yeah. straight. I'm like, oh, man, yeah. slouches. Just, just, you know, really being mindful about how you move. It's it's important. 
And then the earlier you seek help when you have pain, the quicker the recovery is going to be. Right. Okay. Well, how would someone contact you? Um, so we, I work at the Woodstock East location. So um, the best way, you know, just give us a phone call and our front office staff is more than happy to, to help you and guide you. And if we need to get a referral, we can also help with that. Um, yeah, I've met your front office staff, and they're great. They're, they're very the friendly. They're very so what friendly. is a good phone number to reach you? So it's 678-445-9799. Awesome. And do you guys have a website? PTSolutions.com. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you guys are pretty big. So it's, Yeah, when it's you, a growing practice. I've been on the website a few times. So when you go to the website, you do have to search for location. So you just hit the drop-down menu and hit Woodstock. And then you pop right up. Yep, Woodstock East. So we yep. have a Woodstock, Woodstock East, and we have a Trickham location. So those are all the Woodstock locations. Yeah, that's great. We have great. a few in Canton as well. That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Lauren, and thank you for everyone for listening or taking the time out of your day to listen to our Women in Business series. Again, I'm Megan Porter, and this is Dr. Hayden Nunn with North Georgia Audiology. And until next time, have the very, very best day. Mm